Hi everybody, my name's Tony and welcome back to Enjoy the Movie, where we love to talk about great movies and love to rip on the bad ones. Today we go into an adaptation of an amazing classical opera piece from the 19th century, Carmen. Now, before we get into today's movie, I wanted to talk a little bit about what Carmen is. So Carmen is an opera composed by Georges Bizet in 1875. It is one of the most famous musical works of all the Western canon, with such timeless songs as Habanera and the Toreador. And now we look back at a reimagining of the classic opera directed by Benjamin Millepied, and starts with Melissa Barrera as the titular heroine who escapes Mexico to the US illegally. That's right, this movie is set in the modern day. It's not set in the 19th century, it's set in the modern day uh, Mexico-US border. And in this movie, Carmen is played by Melissa Barrera and she escapes from Mexico to the US illegally. And she gets the help of an American border officer named Aiden, played by Paul Mescal, who commits treason to help her get to safety. And what follows is a long run from the law and a search for refuge in the ghettos of Los Angeles. Now, it's funny because I, when I first heard an adaptation of Carmen, I was, I was a little bit hesitant to see this movie. And it's not because I didn't like the premise. Far, far from it. I thought it was pretty interesting. But I guess, I guess part of me wanted to see the opera first before seeing this movie. Because it was like, I expected it to be this sort of, like, I expected it to be the same thing, except it's set in, uh, Monday USA in Mexico and that it was just have the same music but uh, no uh, this movie is totally its own thing it has its own identity and um, it's it's really a thrilling and stirring adventure that left me at the edge of my seat so there's a lot of things going for Carmen I feel like it had one of the things that I liked about it was that it had the sort of vibrance and sort of energy and passion that I found in uh, musicals like West Side Story more, and whether it's the old West Side Story or the new one, but I've seen the new one, so I'm comparing it to that one, the new one directed by Steven Spielberg. It tackles kind of similar um, themes to West Side Story. Not the same, but they're kind of... I can see sort of links between the two in that, you know, whereas West Side Story is about tensions between two different uh, ethnic groups in New York City. Here here we are looking at another uh, facet of uh, race relations in the U.S. where it's between Hispanics and uh, the white Americans. And here it takes a sort of a different... It looks at another aspect of uh, the uh, of the relations between Hispanics and whites, and um, it's interesting. I like what it did. Like it's just the way it just went about accomplishing it was, um, it was actually pretty amazing. Like one of the things that really stood out for me was the dance routines. I love flamenco. Well, after seeing this movie, I do. <laughs> I love flamenco, especially at least this movie made me like flamenco because just the way that it just brings uh, sort of this sort of the passion 
and the sort of this, the heart and soul that that the dancers in the movie uh, bring. Like just it sort of leaps out of the screen in a way. Just uh, just the way that the, in the way that the camera moves, the lighting, the sort of the setting, and just yeah, it's really it's really amazing. Especially at the start, right? So there was this standoff between uh, Carmen's mother and a drug a drug dealer who's you know he's they have the standoff and he um oh my god I can't remember what he does I think he's asked he was asking her to get out of the way but or something like that but the point being is he points a gun at her and he's threatening to kill her and then she doesn't back down and instead she dances flamenco in this sort of defiant kind of <laughs> kind of defiant badass way and it's just it's honestly just super cool just yeah and it's also um, I'm not going to spoil the movie here like um, I'm not going to tell you what happens next but um, suffice it to say um, the scene was amazing and yeah it's just there's just throughout the throughout the movie there's there are a lot of these um, musical numbers that sort of that, that they're just very sort of exhilarating um, moments especially when uh, Carmen is in Los Angeles and she meets her aunt. And then it's an amazing uh, moment also, not just for the dance. It's also an amazing moment because it's not just the dance that's incredible. It's this sort of chemistry that exists between Carmen and her aunt. And it's just, um, so her aunt is trying to get Carmen to let go of her fears and her insecurities and the things that are holding her back, things from her past that are holding her back, and to do it through dance. And and Carmen, like, she isn't she isn't perfect. Like she's she's learning still learning to dance, you know? But uh just and she sort of like does it like she's conflicted, but she's slowly but surely trying to free herself from that burden and that scene was moving it was incredibly powerful i love that honestly yeah it's um yeah the dance numbers were amazing um if if there was one thing that i would one reason to watch this movie it's because of the dance numbers it's because to see um sort of the passion that that literally leaps off the screen um, as as our characters, as our characters, especially Carmen and her family, they just when they when they express themselves through dance, it's honestly a sort of an experience that transcends um, space, time, and just the senses. The dance numbers and uh, these brought me back to Spielberg's West Side Story, which had indeed uh amazing choreography in that movie as well and i feel like those two i feel like have that one thing in common where it's just it's have that one thing in common in that dance like i guess i guess in common dance is more central than in west side is a more central thing in common than west side story but I feel like it's even then, like the dance is definitely uh, is definitely a key element, 
That's an element of how our actors, how our characters express themselves. And yeah, that's what I like about Carmen, uh, this new 2022 Carmen, the dance sequences. And I should also mention that uh, the director, Benjamin Mupier, was a member of the New York Ballet. So I guess that's another thing that makes it another reason why the dance sequences are super awesome and that he was in the New York Ballet. So he has, I think he, I think he has dance experience. So I think, and, and I, I'm guessing he does. And if he does, then yeah, that just, that's just another reason to like this movie. You know, speaking of the dancers themselves, um, I saw this movie at the, in the second week of the Adelaide Film Festival. And in it, at the beginning, before we before we saw in the movie, we were introduced to uh, Marina Tameo, who was guess what? She played Carmen's mother, and she was at the festival, and she gave us this amazing dance, this amazing dance number. So she danced from Manco up on the stage for us at uh, Her Majesty's Theatre in Adelaide, and it was amazing. It was just, it was the most surreal moment ever. No. Now here's the thing. Now, I'll I'll make it clear to you. I've never, I've never really heard of Marina Tomeo, uh, up until that point. But uh, yeah, now I know who she is. Now I know who she is, and I remember her because she's an incredible dancer. So yeah, shout out to Marina Tomeo. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that was super cool. Yeah. Yeah, another thing I really wanted to bring up about Carmen is that, I mean, it's an opera piece. You know, it's, well, the original Carmen was an opera by Georges Bizet, and he made the, he made the songs. He made the songs. And, in, however, in this movie, they, I don't think they use any of this. I don't think they use any of the original songs. I think they, I think they do, but I'm not sure. But, you know, I guess what de- what is definitely the case in this movie is there for the most part yeah there is yeah, there is original music that was composed by Nicholas Patel, Torres Stinson and Rieta Venegas and yeah so so there's definitely new music in there and i just got me thinking hmm so should is the music in the movie any like is it good does it match up to the Georges Bizet uh, music, uh, well, here's the thing, like, I have not really heard, uh, Carmen before, the original Carmen opera, I've never really heard it before, so I can't really tell you, but I can't say that, hmm, I don't think it really matters, not really, because this, I feel like with this movie, it's, it's like, I feel like, you know, it just, it, it doesn't really matter, why, well, because this movie is a reimagining, like it's diff- It's a different experience, all right? To, uh, I th- I suppose it's a different experience to the original, uh, opera piece. So I'm not really too bothered by that. And the music actually was pretty cool. Like I like the music in the movie. Like so, even if it was, you know, what? So uh, yeah, I'm not really. I don't really mind. Yeah, the music was very good. I really like it. Um, it was very clever. I think it fit the mood of the movie. You know, and I think 
one of the reasons I think it's a, I think the music was good was because it gave the movie its own identity in a way, uh, because it kind of in a way separates it from the uh, original opera in a way, it gives it its own, makes it its own thing in a way. But how can you do that without, in a way, associating this? Like, how can you kind of give Carmen its own identity? Even though the name, the the movie is literally based on one of the biggest operas in history, you know. It just, so it just it's it, it's rather tricky, but I guess um, I guess I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not too familiar with the opera that I'm letting it get away with having a different mu- different music. But I'm not too sure. That's an interesting question. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess not everybody's uh, not everybody's familiar with uh, uh, Carmen the Opera. Uh, so I guess I don't really, yeah, yeah. I suppose I suppose the movie kind of does achieve that by its uh, achieve kind of its own identity, especially since. It's set in the modern day and it's set in a completely different location. The original one is set in Spain and this one is set in Mexico and the US. So it's a pretty different place. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I think the movie succeeded in that regard. Like it's definitely its own thing. You know, it has its own identity and I like it. Another thing that really kind of stuck with me was the um the cinematography um there's it was amazing uh cinematography by sorry just give me a second yeah cinematography by Jorg Widmer and yeah i think the movie looked amazing you know whether it's in the desert scenes or in the city scenes the, the cities or just in the in the in the tavern at you know Carmen's aunt where she runs a tavern in LA and just yeah and the musical numbers um, the cinematography there are you know they really help the dance numbers like because it's the camera moves it keeps up with the energy and that's what I really like about these movies with dance music. Yeah. The way the key to I find an incredible um, dance scene or a yeah a dance scene or a music scene in a movie, one of the important things is uh, camera movement, because you can easily just keep the camera there and you know keep it still for the whole number and just sit there and let the action unfold and just yeah. But or you can also be creative with the camera and let it uh, take liberties in the scene, like take you know, go look at you know, look at different sort of angles and look at uh, different uh, perspectives, and it's just yeah. And in this movie, uh, yeah, the cinematography is really wild, especially in the dance numbers. Yeah, and it really keeps up with them and sort of helps pump up that energy and the passion, and it's incredible. Yeah, it's it's part of the reason why I think it's, part of, it's also the reason why I think this movie succeeded, whereas a 
couple of weeks ago, I complained about Hocus Pocus 2 and that the musical numbers were boring. But and I think a really large part of that was in Hocus Pocus 2, the camera is literally straight and it feels rather uh, sedated and it doesn't convey much much of the energy that was in the musical numbers in that movie, if there was, there was energy in that movie at all. But uh, yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm going off topic here. Back to Carmen. Um, yeah, cinematography is amazing. Even outside the musical numbers, I love the, you know, the I love just the shots of the desert and just, yeah, the desert and the city. It just looked incredible. Oh, and uh, speaking of um, shooting the movie, this movie was shot in Australia. Yes, that's right. It was shot right here in Australia. And it was shot in... I think it was shot in New South Wales. And some parts of it were shot in the Flinders Ranges. And I let me tell you, it was extremely hard to suspend my disbelief. It's like, this is... Amer- like, I'm supposed to believe this is Mexico and America... But the knowledge that this is shot in Australia was really getting in the way. Because it's like, well, the movie was set in set in the US and Mexico. And yet a lot of the scenes, I can recognize where they where they are. I can recognize some of the, some of the locations in the movie. And it's like, just, ah, no, how do I do that? How do I kind of... Separate, how do I suspend my disbelief without the knowledge of it being shot in Australia getting in the way of me, an Aussie? <laughs> getting in my way, you know? It's just, yeah, it was really, really tricky, let me tell you. <laughs> but you know what? Um, but I guess, I guess eventually it kind of subsided, especially when we go indoors towards the second half of the movie where uh, Carmen and Aiden enter the. Uh, uh, enter the tavern and meet meet the aunt and here here like because a lot of the scenes take place indoors at that point like I, I, I feel like I could kind of get 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 behind those scenes and be like yeah okay like this is in the US and eventually when we get back out of the in the scenes outside the tavern yeah it was then that I'm like yeah okay this is in the US I feel more immersed but yeah I mean, here's the thing. That isn't to say the movie... Well, that isn't to say that the movie is unconvincing. Like, it definitely felt like the American outback, um, especially in different places. Like, you could tell in many scenes that, yes, this is the Mexican desert. This is the American border. You know, it's very... It's pretty believable. Looks very... It's close enough that, yeah, it's believable. If you don't let that game in a way, yeah, it's believable. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but, I mean, if you've never seen Australia, I guess... Even if, you, if you've never seen Australia, I think it'll be a lot easier. <laughs> but just because I live in Australia and just because I'm very familiar... I'm familiar with these uh, locations. And it's just... It gets in my way. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's fine. Otherwise, yeah, like, look, the... Look, the movie is shot beautifully. I love how it looks. It's incredible. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to talk about in this movie. You know, it was genuinely exciting. I really enjoyed watching it. You know, I loved... Um, yeah, I loved every second of it. Now, yeah. Um, I went to see... Again, I sent... I went to see this movie 
as part of the Adelaide Film Festival. And uh, yeah, it was good. I got to see some friends there, which was, yeah, it was pretty nice. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's, there's a lot to talk about in this movie. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those movies that I think are legitimate contenders for an Academy Award. Like, it's, I think it really deserved a shot at the Oscars. Like, I really hope, I really, really hope it does. Because this movie is definitely not an Oscar bait movie. It's an Oscar worthy movie. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar, what is an Oscar bait movie? What am I talking about here? Well, an Oscar bait movie is a movie that was that is made specifically to get an Oscar. I guess it's in the it's in the name. It's in the term like Oscar bait. Like you're just trying to attract an Oscar, trying to attract the Academy attention of the Academy Award judges. And um, yeah, but an Oscar bait usually is a movie that is released around November, around the November December season, like just before the Academy Awards, but not too close because I think there's a certain lock off, a certain cutoff period where you can't submit any more, can't submit movies after a certain point to make it to uh, the next Academy Awards ceremony. But definitely, yeah, those Oscar bait movies, they are released at a time, like, just at at this season where it's like, you know, Oscars are coming up, and, yeah, it's just, it's there to kind of be like, yeah, I'm amazing, I am thoughtful, I look beautiful, I am, um, I am definitely not pretentious, I am very much a serious movie, and I spent two and a half hours lining up each shot that took two and a half minutes of nothing. <laughs> I mean, look, it's, I'm, I'm exaggerating here, but the point being, yeah, um, Carmen is not an Oscar bait movie. It's an Oscar-worthy movie because every every moment in that movie is genuine and the actors, the actors and the actresses, the directors, the dancers, everybody... Uh, looked and felt like they cared about what they were making and they loved what they were making. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's one of the reasons I love Carmen, among others. And, uh, yeah, I don't know when Carmen will be out again, but I hope you get the chance to see it because it really is a spectacle. It's very exhilarating. It's... uh, it's a real it's really phenomenal to look at and yeah it's 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 an incredible experience so whenever you can if you can find it in theaters or online you know on video on demand or on dvd or whatever yeah go go grab a copy or go see it in theaters yeah see it it's because you'll never regret it you will love every second of it i guarantee you and that concludes today's episode of enjoy the movie ladies and gentlemen and yeah, if you haven't done so, please subscribe to this podcast and share it online with your friends, your peers, your family. And um, yeah, also don't forget to like us on Facebook so you can stay updated with all the news related to uh, the show. Oh, and if you have any ideas, you have any movie requests or you have any reviews, then yeah, send us an email. It's uh, enjoythemoviepodcast at gmail.com. It's down in the link in the description. And um yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. And yeah, and with that, we will conclude our episode here. 
And yeah, I'll I'll keep doing more Adelaide Film Festival uh, episodes. There'll be another one uh, soon and by next week at the latest. Um, but yeah, there's definitely quite a few movies that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, and it was, yeah, I loved going to the Adelaide Film Festival. And yeah, well, yeah, stay safe. Thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe and if you want to get in touch with us then please leave a comment or go to the links in the description we're available on apple podcasts spotify wherever you get your podcasts we're there also be sure to share the podcast with your peers and online thank you for listening enjoy the movie was hosted by tony Saad. the music and logo were created by clara Saad. enjoy the movie was created by tony Saad. copyright tony Saad 2022